0: This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. on Rodney Lear. You're listening to part one of our two-part series on how to strengthen your marriage. This morning, attitudes and expectations of marriage. To join the conversation, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. In the studio with me now, we're joined by Alyssa and Colt. They're an engaged couple. They're here this morning to talk about their expectations of marriage. It's our pleasure to welcome Alyssa and Colt to Sunday Morning Magazine. Hi. Hi. So how long have you guys been together?
1: We've been together since December of 2015.
0: And how long have you been engaged, Colt? Uh, Coming up on a year, about 11 months now. 11 months. And I have to tell you, when I met them out in the lobby, they were so cute. They were all cuddled up. I remember young love like that. All right. So let me ask you this, Colt. How did you know that Alyssa was the one for you, the woman you wanted to marry? How did you know?
2: I think it's a little hard to answer this question. Uh, a lot of people might tell you, you know, you just kind of know, and and I'm sure you've kind of felt that too. But if I had to try to explain it, I would say the little things she does, like uh, when I first met her, like she, was, she just wouldn't she wouldn't have stopped talking. And I I really liked that, but it's not
0: going to change, buddy. I've been in it 23 (laughs) years. It's not going to change. Never (laughs) stop. My wife is never at a loss for words.
2: But yeah, I just, I just like hearing what she has to say. And, um, look at that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, The young love Alyssa, why did you say yes to the proposal? Why did you believe that he was the man for you? The man that you wanted to marry?
1: Um, I think that we have a lot in common and it's just, as quirky as it sounds, like a unique kind of love. And it's just day in and day out. We do everything together. Um, we have the same similarities. Uh, we like to do everything together. We are nerdy. We have the same classes, mm-hmm. um, the same mindset, everything pretty much. We're y- each other's twin.
0: <laughs> okay, good. Look at that. Now, tell me about your parents here. Um, so are both of your parents, are they married? Yes. Yes. Okay, and so Alyssa, how long have your parents been married?
1: They have been married for 23 years this June.
0: Okay, and Colt, what about you and your parents? How long have your parents been married?
2: I think it's 27 years.
0: Okay, and so do you think your parents were good role models in terms of showing you what a healthy marriage should look like?
2: Uh, yeah, my parents are pretty different people. It's it's different from me and Alyssa because we're very similar. Um, so my dad oftentimes is just quiet. And doesn't really he's, he's very stoic if you if you're gonna call him that but he always treats my mom with the most respect possible and does anything for her whatever she wants he'll try his hardest to get it and he's just kind of he's he's a mechanic so he's always hard working he works he works very hard to provide what he has for our family and I think it's a good role model of what a father should be.
0: Okay, and probably what a husband should be.
2: Husband, yeah, definitely a husband.
0: Alyssa, what about you and your parents? Do you believe they were good role models for you in terms of what a good marriage, healthy marriage should look like?
1: I definitely think so. Um, Getting married at a young age, um, like we are now, my parents did the same. And growing up, I've seen their love just completely grow. Um, They do everything together. They watch TV. They You know, they've gotten on this bidding site, and they love to do that. And they're they're kids at heart. They're goofballs, and they just love each other no matter what.
0: And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to part one of a two-part series on how to strengthen your marriage. This morning, we're talking about attitudes and expectations of marriage. We're talking to Alyssa and Colt. They're an engaged couple. They're here this morning to talk about their expectations of marriage. If you would like more information, follow us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and you can join the conversation about marriage there this morning as well. Now, have you talked about once you get married how you will manage things like Finances. I know that's one area that a lot of couples overlook when they talk about getting married. Have you guys discussed how you will handle finances and what that will look like once the two of you are
1: married? We definitely have. We started a budget and it's pretty detailed. It changes, um, you know, with like month to month, uh, it stays the same, but um, sometimes things come up. So we'll talk about that. Um, We end up talking about it probably in more detail than most couples
0: (laughs) So you guys have a budget, cult, right? Yeah. Okay, so who's going to be over the finances, per se, in the family,
2: in the marriage? I think I think Alyssa probably will be in charge of the budget just because, not because like I'm a crazy spender or anything, but just because she likes to stay organized. Okay,
0: good. So what about children? Have you guys talked about children? How many children you want to have? Um, when you have the children, who's going to keep the children? Daycare, stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home dad? Have you guys discussed those things?
2: Uh yeah, we've we've talked about it a, a few times. Uh we both think that we want somewhere around three to five kids. Wow. And um Are you on board with that, Alyssa?
1: I definitely am. I love kids. <laughs> okay,
2: okay. Just double checking. <laughs> okay. So
0: you've talked about that. What about um stay at home mom, stay at home dad, babysitters? What have you guys have you guys discussed those details as well?
1: Um, we definitely want to spend as much time as we can with the kids. So um, stay- at- home mom or dad whichever um, whoever feels that they need to stay at their job um, you know we're pretty flexible either way but Cole, I know Cole has mentioned before that he's really excited to um, you know be the be the dad you know bring in the money kind of thing and I'll stay at home and I'm perfectly okay with that too <laughs>
0: okay so more traditional roles for you guys
1: mm-hmm. but okay. we're yeah we're good with either way
0: okay and so you guys are currently taking premarital, classes. Is that right? Is this through your church? Is this right?
1: Um, Yeah, through the Catholic Church to get married. In the Catholic Church, you have to take um, two different classes. There's a natural family planning, NFP, and then there's another premarital class. Um, We've actually just finished both of them, though. We learned a lot about expectations, um, how to communicate effectively, um, pretty much just any situation that would come up in our marriage was talked about.
2: What was your takeaway from the classes? So going into the classes, I was I was not exactly the most thrilled. I was rather be doing <laughs> other things, but uh, I think that after the classes, I kind of was pretty glad that we took them. Not that not that we had like any issues prior to the classes or anything, but just like she was saying, a lot of stuff that came up that we hadn't really thought about yet. So it was nice to kind of get them out on the table.
0: Okay, stuff like what?
2: Um, one of the main topics was like how to have a fair fight. Like, what do you do? You know, you can't just walk away and forget about it or or else it'll build up and stuff like that. Just, like, what kind of things can you do to diffuse the situation and handle it, you know, properly?
1: Yeah, and there were rules that came up, too. Like, we we made rules. Like, one of them is if we're fighting, we have to hold each other's hand so that we can't walk away from each other. And I like to interrupt. (laughs) Not like to, but I, I tend to interrupt um, whenever he's talking and so he'll call me out on it or vice versa.
0: Okay. So overall, this has been very helpful for you guys. Definitely. Okay. And so is this something that you would recommend for all couples?
1: I definitely recommend, I think Colt's not has said now, but I definitely recommend to, um, all couples, whether you're getting married in the Catholic church or not, just, to uh, take premarital classes because it really opens your eyes to all aspects of marriage.
0: What was the most important thing you think you've learned through your process since you've gotten engaged and about being married or getting married what's the most important thing you think you guys have learned maybe about each other
1: I think that I learned more things about Colt and his expectations of marriage I also learned about things that I do necessarily um, like during conversations maybe you know I interrupt I brought that up before just the little things that I do that could um, help with conversation.
2: So something that I learned about Alyssa, kind of unrelated to like the the classes or anything like that, was at one point we had a a dog that we had adopted, a puppy. The way that she treated the puppy was exactly how I would have expected her to treat something that she was taking care of, and it kind of helped me to realize that, you know, I could see this. This was before we were engaged. It helped me to realize I could see her being like the mother of my children.
0: So when is the big day?
1: May 11th of next year.
0: And so how stressful has that been? Because I remember when we were, when I was planning my marriage 23 years ago, that that was pretty much, that was a stressful time. How are you guys handling that portion of it?
2: I I think since we've been engaged for almost a year and we're still not getting married for another year just because we want to graduate first, the, the amount of time that we've had to plan has kind of not caused as much stress as, other couples might have there have been like times where like you know recently we've been talking about photographers and things and i'm just like oh you you can pick the photographer and she's like i need your help like it's it can get a little stressful but it's not too bad for us i don't think
1: i would agree i think that um yeah we have a lot of time to plan everything out so not everything overlaps necessarily maybe things do if you want them to but i can take chunks and we can kind of plan out things and meet with photographers or meet with djs and We can separate it out completely. Um, Yeah, there might be a lot on our plate during that month, just meeting with a lot of people or planning it all, but it's really not that difficult. I don't don't think so.
0: All right. And with that, we're out of time this morning. Thank you, too. It really gives us some good insight into a young couple's expectations of marriage. Thank you so much, and congratulations. Thank Thank you. you. We've been speaking to Alyssa and Colt, an engaged couple, about their expectations of marriage. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. You're listening to part one of our two-part series on how to strengthen your marriage. This morning, it's all about attitudes and expectations of marriage. For more information or to join the conversation, please reach out to us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. In the studio with me now, we're joined by Kim and her husband, Brian. Kim Dinan is the author of the book, The Yellow Envelope. It's our pleasure to welcome Kim and Brian to Sunday Morning Magazine.
3: Thanks for having us. Thank
0: you. All right. So how long have you guys been married?
3: We will be married 10 years this July.
0: Okay, as you look at Brian for a reassurance, right?
3: <laughs> I was just making sure.
0: <laughs> how many years again? Ten years. Let me ask you this now. Your book, it's about your journey. So what made the two of you quit your jobs and set off for this adventure around the world?
3: Well, uh, I would say that I was really the driving factor behind this. You know, we had a really wonderful life that we really loved. We owned a house. We had good jobs. But something was kind of missing in my life. I'd always wanted to travel and I'd always wanted to um, write for a living and so I thought, you know, this is my chance. I'm going to have to kind of take a big leap. And so I convinced Brian to to also quit his job and sell, you know, everything that we mutually owned and set off on this trip around the world. OK, Brian, that's love.
4: Oh, yeah. It took me a while to come around to it. Probably close to a year or so, I would say. But eventually Kim's pretty convincing. So she got me to go.
0: <laughs> so do you all have children?
3: We do now. She's 18, 19 months old.
0: Okay. So this was before the baby. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about this. So right before you were about to take this journey, something happened. You got a gift. Tell me about this. What happened?
3: So right before we left to take this big trip, some friends of ours gave us a yellow envelope. And inside there was a check. Uh, for $1,000 and instructions to give the money away as we traveled. And there were three rules. Don't overthink it, which we did all the time. Don't feel pressured to give it all away and share our experiences if we want to.
0: Okay, good. So they set up some parameters. You know, you give this money away, but these are the three um, criteria that we're asking for so did you just go choose one country and just make it rain in that country? <laughs> all right. So where did you travel?
4: We started off in Ecuador because that was the cheapest flight that we could find a one-way ticket to. And we kind of just made our way around the country or around the world from there. We started through South America, went to Ecuador, Peru, Argentina, Chile, Brazil, uh, spent a few months in India and Nepal, Indonesia, Vietnam, and all through Europe.
0: Okay. So, how long did all this traveling take? Because you went a lot of
4: places. So, all told, it was about three years that we were traveling. Yeah. Wow.
0: So, let me ask you this. Now, when me and my wife decide to pack up the bag and we just go, we're just driving down to, let's say, Orlando, there's a little stress involved, right? Oh, yeah. Even though you're going on vacation, just a tiny bit to get. So, I can't imagine three years of this. And what did that do to your marriage?
3: Well, it almost destroyed our marriage. <laughs> um, you know, the thing is, I think if you want to test uh, your relationship, spend 24 hours a day together for three years straight. And I, I I think what happened was it was a big adjustment uh, when we went on the road because in your normal life, you kind of don't realize how you have all of these people around you supporting you. You have friends and family and 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 all of a sudden, when you're alone with your partner all of the time, it's just them. And you kind of expect them to kind of fill all those roles. And it's mm-hmm. not possible. So we learned a lot about each other. It, you know, we went definitely went through some challenging times. But um, as soon as we kind of ma- learned how to manage spending all this time together, uh, things got a lot better.
0: Okay. And, Brian, for you, what were the biggest challenges to your marriage throughout this? See, your wife said it almost ripped you guys apart. What were you seeing or experiencing? What What was your experience?
4: So for me, like Kim said, the biggest part was spending so much time together and trying to be the an entire support system for one person, you know, being only one person trying to be an, a, an entire support system for the other person is nearly impossible. Um, also not having just space to yourself, you know, you're spending so much time in cramped quarters with somebody when you're traveling a lot, you know. Not having that time just to kind of let your mind wander and, you know, be by yourself was really difficult.
0: Okay, so what were some of the criteria or how did you decide which state, which city, which country next?
3: Well, we wanted to go everywhere. <laughs> so uh we just thought, you know, we're going to move from country to country as cheaply as we possibly can because we were on a tight budget. So if the bus went to, you know, the next big city, we would take it there. And if we found a cheap plane ticket to a different country, we would fly there. Uh, So it was really this special moment in our lives where we got to just go with the flow. I mean, I don't think I even really fully appreciated it. Now it seems like, you know, especially with the baby, (laughs) it's like we have everything planned, you know. To a T. To a T, yeah. All
0: right. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, all morning long, we're talking about marriage. In the studio with me, we're joined by Kim Dinan and her husband, Brian They're here this morning to talk about Kim's new book, The Yellow Envelope. Now, for more information, you can go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. So how did you decide to give away this money?
3: Well, we initially, even though one of the rules was don't overthink it, we were overthinking it all the time. And so what kind of ended up happening was we used the money as a way to say, Thank you for all of this kindness that was shown to us by people we met all over the world. I mean, I think especially now, sometimes we have this sort of fear of the unknown. But what we found out there in the world is that people took care of us everywhere we went. And so in order to kind of show how grateful we were, we ended up using the yellow envelope money that way.
0: Okay. And of the stories, because it's, it's in the book, I'm sure. But of the stories, is there one that stands out to you of the ones that you share the money with? Brian, in particular?
4: Uh, One that stands out to me is actually a story in which we don't give money away because, you know, we overthought it and we were in Ecuador in Baños. Uh, We went out for a hike that day and we were going up the trail and we ran across this old man. He was speaking in Spanish. We didn't speak much Spanish at the time. All we could understand was the word cow and really just kind of confused us, so We said, you know, sorry, we had to just keep walking away. 20 minutes later, we found a cow on the trail, and we had to walk this cow down the mountain back to their little plot of land. And when we came back, uh, his wife was trying to climb over a barbed wire fence, and she had gotten stuck on the barbed wire fence. So we had to... You don't see that every day. No, no. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we helped... uh, get her unstuck from the fence, Um, we realized they didn't really have any shoes that fit them properly. And we thought long and hard about trying to buy them shoes and coming up the following day to give them pairs of shoes. But, you know, we didn't know if that would be offensive to them. We didn't know if, you know, we're going to buy the right size of shoes. You know, we talked about it so much that we talked ourselves out of doing something.
0: Let's talk about what you learned through this journey. What did you learn?
3: Everything. <laughs> I say that traveling is the best education I, I ever had. I, I really feel like we left, both of us, we left one person and we're two separate people, but we left one way and came back another. I mean, mostly I learned that um, people are good and that the world will take care of you and that if you have a big dream, you should go for it. Because even if you're terrified, the risk is worth it.
0: Okay. I'm um, Brian. Your wife, she hauled you off, kicking and screaming on this journey, right? What did yep. you learn um, about your marriage? or you learn about life in general. What did you learn?
4: That's a that's a good question. Um, for me personally, I have to say that you know I learned a bit more. I want to say self confidence. A few years ago, I probably would have been too shy to come on this radio program and talk to you about this subject. Today, I'm fine talking about it. So you know, learning that you can put yourself out there and it's okay to do so.
0: Okay that's good good and so what did you two learn about your marriage
3: I think we learned that we're stronger than we thought we were I mean one thing that we met really young and one thing that I struggled with was uh did I end up in this marriage just because that's sort of what you do or was this like a true decision I made about my life that was a question that I had to answer for myself and through this experience of traveling and giving ourselves the space to come to these conclusions we realized, like, oh, we really do love each other and want to, to be together. Uh, and I don't know. I think I maybe would have always wondered if we hadn't given ourselves the space to kind of figure out who we were individually and then who we were together in a marriage.
0: So after this journey, you would say your marriage is stronger? Definitely.
4: 100%. How so? I think now we're much more of a team. Um, we work together more, we communicate with each other, we tell each other what we need and what we need from the other person, what I want, all that kind of stuff. There's so much more communication between the two of us that, you know, I never feel like I'm not on the same page with him anymore.
3: Yeah, and after so many years of just Stinky bus rides and like, <laughs> mi- mi- you know, just everything that can go wrong when you're traveling. We've kind of learned to just laugh at things. We know what's important and what's not. We don't stress out over small things anymore. And I think just in general, we have a lot more fun than we than we did before we left on the trip.
0: All right. Very interesting. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. If our listeners would like to get a copy of the book, again, the title of the book, Kim, is? It's
3: called The Yellow Envelope. And it's available at Joseph Beth, any local bookstore and Amazon and Barnes & Noble.
0: And you guys are right here in Cincinnati, right? We are. That's cool. That's really cool. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us.
4: Thank you. Thank you for having us on.
0: We've been speaking to Kim Dinan and her husband, Brian. The title of the book is The Yellow Envelope, One Gift, Three Rules, and a Life-Changing Journey Around the World. Remember, more information on the show can be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. Well, that's it for part one of our two-part series on how to strengthen your marriage, attitudes, and expectations of marriage. Here's a preview of what we're working on for next week's show. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged. Coming up next week on Sunday Morning Magazine, it's part two of our two-part series on how to strengthen your marriage. From newlyweds to the first 45 years, how to make your marriage work. Could you work with your spouse? We introduce you to a husband and wife team who own their own thriving business, are parents to four young children, and are homeschooling them all. Find out how they balance it all. That's coming up next week. And then a couple who blended their family, adopted a child, and battled depression. They share details on their 25-year love story. Also, we talk to a couple who have been married for 45 years. They share their secrets to maintaining a happy marriage. Plus, the stars of HGTV's newest hit show, Hometown, is their newfound fame affecting their marriage. They talk about it next week as part two of our two-part series on how to strengthen your marriage wraps up. You're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear.
2: We all have a lot on our plates. Work, kids, relationships. And sometimes it can be hard to just catch a breath. When life is go, 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 it matters where you stay.
0: Hilton's family of brands is team members dedicated to making you feel truly cared for so you can mentally check out before you even check in. Take the break you deserve and book your next stay on Hilton.com. Hilton for the stay.